Howdy, howdy. Why, hello. And welcome to But It Was Aliens, the paranormal comedy podcast where we probe real-life extraterrestrial events to determine for the questionable benefit of humanity whether those events really did involve aliens at all. I'm today's host, Kev, and alongside me, calling me pretty much everything but my name, is Granville Moonwalker. Today, hey, buttface. <laughs> today, we are covering another listener suggestion. Well, sort of. This one came firstly via Kieran Desmond. Desmond! Who, who sort of just dropped this story in our Facebook group, Extraterrestrial Towers, which is linked to the But It Was Aliens Facebook page, by the way, and is a secret group that everybody should know about. All friendly faces welcome. Anyway, when you drop a case in there, if we haven't covered it, you damn right we're going to look at it and see if it's worth probing. This one was. Then, friend of the show, John, also suggested this one a few months ago to me. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. I'm just going to show you what our subject today looks like before we get into it, Mr. Moonwalker. Meet Russ Kellett. Before we meet Russ Kellett. Yes. Is this the John that we both know that also said I'm the prettiest girl he's ever seen? <laughs> and would rather marry me than his fiance. Yes, I see you, son. <laughs> now meet Russ Kellett. What up, Russ? Born in Bradford and residing in Filey, North Yorkshire, who describes himself as a no-nonsense, hard-working, tell-you-like-it-is type of guy. He looks like a hard-working, no-nonsense. Tell it like it is type of guy, doesn't he? Absolutely. With his Dude Love t-shirt. I was about to say, he's got a tie-dye t-shirt on. Looks like a ripped denim vest or waistcoat. The man has got style for a while, folks. Bald head. Big chubby knuckle fingers. Like a typical football hooligan. He's got a dashing of fashion, son. (laughs) Dashing of fashion. Well... Hello, Russ. You know immediately that you can trust this man. Now you're making me doubt him. Why? He's, you, he's you no just nonsense. Said, you just said he's, you can immediately trust this guy. He's hard working. He tells you like it is. How could you not trust? Coming from you. It's not coming from me. It's coming from him. Hmm. Where to begin with this one? (laughs) There's no easy way to explain this case, so I'm just going to have to ask you to hang in tight until we get to the end. As a youngster, Russ had always dreamed about being a person with powers like teleportation, like you used to see on television. But today's case really begun when Russ was at his grandparents one year looking for Christmas presents. We've all done it, haven't we? Who has? Whilst looking upstairs, Russ found a space gun. Did he pull the trigger and it vibrated? (laughs) The gun was covered in flashing lights and was just what a space soldier would need to fight off the alien hordes. Even it around his grandparents. Granddad's never seen it before in his life. <laughs> he thinks it's Russ's. I found a space sword. 
<laughs> Lightsaber jewels with it. <laughs> Hits Nan with it. She really likes it. <laughs> Russ was being extremely quiet, so he noticed a sound coming from the bottom of the stairs. Russ didn't want to get caught, so headed towards the bedroom door, looking out the window as he did. Out of the window, Russ was greeted by the sight of a spaceman going into the backyard, a man wearing a grey or silver suit, standing in front of a saucer. The figure saw Russ and waved, so Russ waved back. Suddenly, Russ's grandmama called up to Russ, and with a jolt, the saucer disappeared. Ooh. So, are we saying that this silver suit space Lothario dropped his uh, space gun? <laughs> Why are you calling it Lothario? This is a, a highly dangerous space sword. Did he hop out the window to avoid Grandad? <laughs> he may have. You've got to assume if the space gun was in there... The creature has gone in there to put it there or was in there and left it there. That's if it's his. Could always be grandma's. <laughs> Different settings. say <laughs> 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 you hit the pneumatic drill setting. <laughs> Russ's nan is bouncing up and down like she's on a pogo stick. <laughs> Several thousand <laughs> rotations uh, a second. Just call me Granny Dildo. <laughs> <laughs> Granny Dildo. Russ had another encounter with Granny Dildo as a slightly older child. Russ went to his den one day. You know what I mean by den. We all had them. Little areas in local parks or woods where you used to go to hang out with your friends thinking that nobody else in the world had ever been there or knew about it. Wish I had a den. There'd be good climbing trees, tree stumps to sit on, cover so passers-by couldn't see you. And if you are of a certain age, these dens would have been full of ripped pages from adult magazines. Somebody had clearly been in the den jacking it at some point, but in your mind, nobody had been in the den before, and you never questioned how those magazines got there. Russ was in his den, and suddenly, he wasn't. Russ was in what looked like a dentist's chair, surrounded by figures. One pricked the right side of Russ's neck, and the next thing Russ knew, he was having things shoved in his ears, eyes, nose, mouth, and through his body. Russ states that he was injected in his legs, arms and body too. Russ was asking questions like, who are you? But the figures weren't responding. Suddenly, Russ was back in the den with a headache. Russ headed home whereby Russ found that he couldn't account for about two hours and had missed wrestling on the television. God damn it! Russ's mum, gave him a bollocking. How old was Russ at this time? A slightly older child than he was at the point of the first. I mean, that doesn't tell us anything, like... 
So he was. I mean, he clearly got slabbed, but. At a guess between eight and thirteen. Okay. Now going back to the adult magazines. Yes. I mean, it's not brought up very much now, but what a weird time that people would walk into the woods and jack it <laughs> to a magazine. Like, and it would have to be in daylight because how else are you going to see the pages? Like, pre 2000s must have been wild for people. And, and you would. <laughs> you know, um, in small villages around here, you would yes. see old phone booths are used yep. as. People like, would stick advertisements on them for. No, not, not even that. Right. Nowadays, you find they're full of books. So you can go in, you can oh, take yeah, a book yeah. and replace it with, or put another book in. Yeah. So people can Book's enjoy shops, the wonder yeah. of books and reading. Mm-hmm. Do you think this was the Woods version of uh, porn magazines? <laughs> people would go in there knowing where they were from like local chat in the pub, stick in the page they thought was really good and take one they hadn't seen before. Depending on what part of the Woods you were in, depends on what category of porn you get. <laughs> The Mibs have just messaged you to tell That's you... That's not me. Stop sharing! That is you, because it's not me. My Mac has been on silent since the day I bought it, sir. But there's no... The Mibs don't care. <laughs> Normally, that's an email. Nothing has appeared. It's appeared in the background of your life. <laughs> the Mibs are... St- they're annoyed I'm spilling the secrets of the... Of the secret wood, porn Wood pens. porn. Yeah. <laughs> I apologise, I apologise. Every magazine available is Harry Mary Monthly. <laughs> Let's get off porn a minute. All right. How dare you? Um, <laughs> Don't you know what our show is? Have you ever arrived late at home and got a bollocking from your mum? Mm. I was about to say, not you, you were a good boy. Mm, so, I was a crafty boy. My parents, when asking what, when I'd ask what time I had to be home, would say, what time do your friends have to be home? You would always say about an hour or so Two hours, later. son. <laughs> <laughs> that seems late. You sure? Yeah, call them up and ask them. All right. <laughs> Off you go. <laughs> Boom. And I'd usually come home about an hour before I'd said, because no one else was obviously allowed out that late. But <laughs> Don't tell mum and dad, Kerry. <laughs> I think when I moved into my grandparents, I had a, I had a time I had yeah. to be back by. So it was roughly nine, half nine-ish, mm-hmm. which standard kind of time for that, us. That really, ties in because I would say I had to be in at like 11. So, And then as... I'm a six-year-old going down the street <laughs> at 10.45. I was going to say, as it got my to like... my Capri Sun in my mouth... <laughs> 15 plus it was just what are you doing i'm just gonna be at kev's yeah and then it's like just turn up whenever and then uh 16 when i moved back home it was just uh, (laughs) free for all (laughs) what come back in at two o'clock leave the house at two o'clock take trips to walk people home boundaries (laughs) when Ross was 16 
Russ went to see Sweet 16. if a friend was about, but they were already out. So Russ decided to just go back home on his scooter. Oh, the days. Before telephones. I know. <laughs> you... So some of you are a lot fucking younger than we are. Than you are. He says that he's older than I am. We know that's a lie. But we didn't grow up with mobile phones. If we wanted to know if anyone was out, we had to walk to their house and knock on their door. And sometimes that could be a 45-minute trip. (laughs) (laughs) Just to get back home and find out that you missed them by five minutes. But you got fresh air, folks. That is true. A lot of walking, a lot of running, or cycling. Skating for you. Yeah. You used to skate all the time as a teenager. Or my BMX. Or your sister's bike. Or my sister's bike, yep. (laughs) (laughs) Russ would follow the same route that Russ always took. Suddenly, Russ realised that he was in a tunnel that he'd never seen before. Russ was stunned. But tunnel. As I said, Russ had followed his usual route that he took all the time, yet here he was in a tunnel. Then even more suddenly, Russ was in what appeared to be a dentist surgery. Got slabbed again. again in that reclining chair. Do you reckon he just had moments where he blacked out? And then woke up in a dentist chair, yeah. That's what's happened. Three times. Right. Free time. Free time. Free time. Like walking one way and then all of a sudden you're somewhere else that's happened to me before are you about to share another paranormal experience it really wasn't a paranormal one i was just kind of lost in my own little world and i realized i'd walk too far one direction i was like where the fuck am i and i had to turn (laughs) around and walk back where were you um walking home or something yeah so i mean walking home from yours, there's probably about 20 different bloody ways I could have got home. But there's one that was always shorter, and I'd always take that. Mm-hmm. But then one day, like, I don't know if in my brain I thought I was going somewhere else. And then I kind of looked up, and I was heading totally towards somewhere else. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Added, so like, dumb. another 10 minutes to I reckon you got trip. picked up and dropped back in a different place and you just didn't realise... You've got so many locked away memories we could uncover if we do a bit of Dr. Fart Sprinkle on you. (laughs) We're not fart sprinkling me. (laughs) (laughs) So why do you think Russ may be in a reclining chair? Why specifically a reclining chair? Maybe it's a fear. Maybe it's where he goes when he's scared. Maybe I mean, why do the place. aliens take him to a reclining chair? <laughs> Maybe because they know he's scared. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, that Maybe that's his comfort place. How? What if they want him scared? We don't know. Good what call. Like. Yeah. Monsters Inc. They used to scare kids to get their power. Mm. Real so. monsters. Just wanted to say real monsters because mm-hmm. I enjoyed that as a kid. Great show. In the chair, Russ was approached big, big chair. by a figure who was about 15 foot in height. Ah, damn. Big, big figure. This is like two Andre the Giants. 
Russ described the figure as looking like Dracula, but bald and without the fangs. So not like Dracula. <laughs> what? Russ quickly realised that it wasn't just the one Dracula, there were many surrounding Russ. The Draculas were wearing blue one-piece suits. Let's call them so non-Draculas. basically onesies covered by white aprons. Why would they need aprons? The large non-Draculas restrained Russ as one shoved some kind of pipe straight down Russ's throat. The creature began pumping Russ, pumping Russ full of liquid. Russ awoke covered in a liquid and realised that to completely cover him, Russ must have been raised above the ground. There was a strange smell too. Russ would soon realise that this event was not cruel alien experimentation, but had a definitive purpose. The liquid pumped into Russ, you see, turned our hero into a super soldier. What do you need a soldier for, Granville? Mmm. It didn't dawn on me, even by the fact that you said they were in blue kind of onesies with white aprons. Yep. Until you said they shoved a pipe down his throat. Yep. They piped him. Could he have been in hospital as a youngster and this is his brain's, not his brain's way, but this is the way his brain formed what was happening to him? You don't generally get Draculas in hospital. No, but they're not Draculas. They're non-Draculas. You don't tend to get non-Draculas in hospital <laughs> either. <laughs> 15 feet tall. Maybe he just perceives them as 15 feet tall because he may have been on some form of drug. Maybe you need to open your mind. <laughs> My mind is being opened right now to the possibility of him being in hospital. Under some alien hospital drugs. being covered in superpower liquid. <laughs> Absolutely. Was he shaved in hospital? But you saw he had a bald head, right? That could have been hereditary. Male patented. <laughs> so he's in hospital. Mm-hmm. There, you agreed. Well, Don't he's in hospital. a medical facility is how I would describe it. Did he read comic books at this time? It's sounding mm. rather Captain American-y. That's really not, but Super Soldiers took me there. Well, yeah, that's that's not... It's in a lot of... Or Wolverine-y. I was going to say, it's in a lot of popular media stories, isn't it? Movies. Wolverine-y. Comics. Wolverine-y. <laughs> Wolverine's little brother. <laughs> Never had that growth spurt. Russ had been placed in a helmet, and as he opened his eyes, Russ realised that he was in an arena with hundreds of other people. Dog! I was going for Runner Man. Huh. Russ and the others were given instructions as if they were soldiers in the army. It was extraterrestrial military school. Russ engaged in all types of weapons and formation training before the helmet was taking off Russ's head. Suddenly, Russ was back in that dentist's chair. You said running... You say running man? Yep, Arnie. Is that the one with the free-boobed woman? No, that's Total Recall. That's what I was thinking of. 
Um, is that the only <laughs> reason? You just want to remember where you saw three T's? <laughs> no, it wasn't. You said um, Running Man, and then it was like different weapons and stuff. And I just thought, ooh, what he was, what if he's on the planet like Total Recall? And then I was like, he's in hospital. Wow. He's seen loads of movies, he's on drugs, and Open these your mind. are what his mind is perceiving. Open. Going through his consciousness. To a whole new world of possibilities. I mean, this is, how old is Russ? You could bend um, spoons. When was Russ born? A while ago. Is this the era Rabani? Um. When we had, like, Predator, Total Recall, Running Man... Well, I um, suppose that was before our time, and Russ is a bit older than us. Red so. Sonia, Conan, mm. the Barbarian, Conan the Destroyer, Hercules, twins. All right. I'm just <laughs> just naming Arnie films. Terminator, Terminator 2, Judgment Day. I'm just going to continue. <laughs> the pipe. Get to the chopper! <laughs> The pipe was removed from Russ's throat. Russ realised that in the dentist's surgery room, there was also hundreds of people. One of the people in Russ's unit just happened to be UK star Robbie Williams, formerly of boy band Take That, which explains Robbie's extraterrestrial interests. Robbie was later asked about this and said, No comment. People were given instructions by both a speaker system and several tall Draculas in the room with them. The, let's call them what they are, soldiers, were ordered to drink from pipes coming from the walls. Right. How old was Russ at this point? And was Take That a thing at this point? No, this is in his earlier days, I believe. So, was... If this was before Take That... How did he know it was Robbie Williams? He knows now that it was Robbie Williams. How did he know now that it was Robbie Williams? Robbie Williams has looked the same since he was three years old. We're going to have to investigate Robbie Williams, aren't we? To be fair, he's popped up in a couple of episodes. Yes. He's popped up in a case that I can't remember if I've covered. I mean, I covered yet, one. But, he but he's up popped in. up in a couple, yeah. I reckon. Oh, gosh, with um, that child prodigy on your yep. one. Is it Jason or Jason? <laughs> I reckon we could probably get what Wobby Williams, <laughs> Wobby, <laughs> Wobby Williams, Robbie Williams to appear on the show. I reckon we'd probably get sued before that's going to happen for defamation of character. I mean, we're not defamating his character at all. Well, not his, but we we have several others. Yeah, that's probably We true. haven't concluded on <clears throat> Russ yet either. <laughs> I could possibly say that Robbie Williams' experiences are extraterrestrial if he is sat in front of me and talking to me about them and seems quite sincere and is not talking bullshit and answers my questions well, sincerely I'm, and honestly. I'm telling you about a sincere account right now and you're... Not his. You're not opening your mind. Not his. I'm opening my mind and questioning Open your it. mind. Question. Would Answer. you drink from the pipe coming from the wall? No. <laughs> Not drinking from any pipe coming from a hole in the wall. Are you? Would it give me superpowers? 
What if it gave you perceived superpowers? Would I be able to be super with those perceived superpowers? You could. Like, would, would they work? <laughs> Who's perceiving them? I can tell you you are. <laughs> the liquid from the pipes had what Russ described as a pleasant taste, like citrus. Russ swallowed. Suddenly, Russ felt like he needed to board the chunder wagon. The instructions soon followed to let the vomit happen. Everyone in the room started chundering their guts up. Oh, the whole room was at it. At that point, the room filled with a smelly mist and next thing you know, Russ was under a human-sized hairdryer. Sorry to interject, but you know for a fact that everyone kept chundering because everyone was seeing everyone, everyone else chunder. chunder. It's like dominoes. After this, the soldiers were given a suit. Their own onesie! The suit self-fastened, and after Russ turned a dial on it, the suit toughened up almost like an exoskeleton. Next, the soldiers were given weapons. <laughs> the weapons were sound rifles, which worked by plugging a battery pack in. If you fired without your helmet on, you'd burst your eardrums. Shortly after, Russ was in a battle simulation, firing his weapon at lizard-like aliens. After this, Russ was ready to go to war. And from this point forward, Russ would regularly be taken by his alien commanders to fight. <laughs> Super Soldier Son. <laughs> he knows how to handle a space sword and a sound gun. His story is wild. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to continue a little bit longer. So, all these other soldiers that are there. Yeah, Robbie. I mean, yep. we know Robbie Williams is one. Yeah. But are they all human? Yeah. They're all so, human. Humans are being abducted to fight wars on behalf of other planets. You're or basically now on the head, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to get into that momentarily. I was going to say, what do they call it in... War? No. So they choose a champion. That's it. In Game of Thrones. Well, so they are choosing a species as a champion, champion to fight for them. <laughs> Yeah, I, so, I can't really argue with that. So do you think that's because this alien species is weak? Or incredibly smart and selfish, and they yeah. don't want to harm themselves? They're like, well, we're not going to like go out there and fight. Let's get go these send... pricks yeah. to them. <laughs> like, let's hype them up on drugs, get them like rage-filled, and send them out to fight. There's actually no superpowers given by the liquid that's poured on them it's just that they have weaker gravity on their planet and they're actually just pissing on people for a laugh as part of the fun and they send them out to fight they're thinking they're super powered when actually they can just jump higher and whatnot lesser gravity on that <laughs> planet <laughs> covered in piss i was about to say maybe it's to keep them subservient so they don't turn on them hypnotic piss <laughs> yeah russ has been supporting the non-Draculas for about 30 years in their war against the Dragos. Dragos 
are not Soviet boxes, but are in fact 10 foot tall, scaly lizard-like creatures with heads like mythological dragons. Russ explained that four hours on Earth is four years on one of the planets that Russ has been to. Questions. Russ has interests including motorbikes, drawing, painting, sword making, shooting targets, ancient mysteries and the paranormal. You may have picked up that I mentioned painting there. Yes, I did. Your eyes may have lit up. We have a Drago for you here to gaze upon Granville, as well as one of the tall Draculas, sorry, non-Draculas, and another species Russ has come across. Now, before I gaze upon Russ's... these magical yep. pieces of artwork, mm -hmm. is there some way you can buy these? I can't recall, actually. I don't recall there being a shop, but... Because we know full well there is one piece of art that definitely is still waiting to go up in this room. Yes, it's but between our legs right now. If we can add more artwork to the walls, this would be incredible. So, I'm now going to take a look. <laughs> Oh, brilliant. So, old Grey Nuts here has been a picture of Ivan Drago. I must break you. If he dies, he dies. He dies. Okay. We have Russ sitting here. And let me remind you that Russ is a super soldier. Holding up a picture of one of the Dragos. Russ is ready to battle at a moment's notice. And... I'm going to say it right here, right now. This looks like a child's sketch of Reptile from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does, yeah. It's a Drago. I mean... Ten foot tall lizard. I mean, Reptile is probably a six foot tall lizard. Yeah, it literally... Just imagine Reptile's head from Mortal Kombat 2. Straight on with a really skinny looking body compared to the size of the neck look at the size of the neck compared to the body that's huge that's a thick neck that's thick with no two wonder they need super soldiers to fight them you ain't snapping that neck easily you could probably snap the arms look at his flat titties and six pack <laughs> there's a lot of emphasis on the face of the drago okay and if you'd like okay. to see the other <laughs> Right. Um, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. I don't know how to Imagine, describe it. Um, Imhotep from The Mummy. Yes. The Brendan Fraser yes. Mummy. Yes. It's basically Imhotep. Kids Imhotep. There's nothing else that. Imhotep with lip liner. He drew Imhotep in 1989. Inspired Brendan Fraser's The Mummy. Oh, amazing. And the other picture... So Looks, much like the mummy, isn't it? It yeah. really is. Is a minotaur. Yep. Is it a minotaur though? I mean, we can't I'm... see the legs at the back. Imagine a human-sized person with the head of a bull, and beside him is a child. Like, I'm not gonna lie, that is a pretty accurate picture of a kid holding an AK-47. <laughs> yeah. It's not a bad drawing, like, is it? It's really not. I like, mean, he is a super soldier. You should expect some talent. All the other drawings just look like 
little kiddie drawings, but this one looks like an accurate representation of holding a rifle. I can't it's stop looking at Imhotep with <laughs> <laughs> lip liner. <laughs> Don't gaze into his eyes too long. Uh, I've done it. I'm hypnotized. You'll lose your soul. <laughs> so is is Imhotep meant to be one of the um, Draculas? The non-Draculas, yeah. Non Imhotep is a non-Dracula. <laughs> I've come to suck your soul. Ah, ah, ah. Imhotep. Russ has explained that there are many different races of aliens, but that because there are so many, Russ struggles to remember them all. Russ believes that one of the more nefarious races may have wiped his memory at some point, meaning that there may be even more memories locked away deep within Russ. Who knows what Russ has been through? How did they manage that while he was under control of the non-Draculas? Oh, he could Is he a double agent? No, not necessarily. He could have been in war, how do got we knocked know out, picked agent? up by the others and messed with. Yeah. So how do we know he's not a double agent? But then recovered. How do we know they're not using him for their nefarious needs? Well, maybe maybe they are. Maybe that's why he was stood there next to the Minotaurians, whatever they are. Well, as I said, the Minotaurians. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what Russ has been through? Well, I do. In total, Russ has been abducted more than 60 times. God damn. This means that Russ is up there with David Huggins as one of our most prolific abductees. Another painter. Every time, maybe every time you get abducted, you get a bit better at drawing and painting. That is possible. So he's not even close to Huggins then, is he? <laughs> totally different well, art styles there. If Huggins has got more than 100 alien children, he must have... I'm assuming he doesn't hit success every time he bangs one. So he's got to be probably at least double the abduction time. I mean, with that logic, are we saying that if you're good at art, you've been abducted? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what we're saying. No wonder you're shit. What are you like at art, Mr. Moonwalker? <laughs> you've been left behind. <laughs> and what are you like at art, Mr. Moonwalker? I'm okay. Are you? <laughs> what would you say would be one of your strongest subjects in school, Mr. Moonwalker? Dance. Did you choose dance? No. <laughs> you can't pick a subject you didn't take. Did you choose art? So history. Did you choose art? History. Did you choose art? Art chose me. <laughs> Every time Russ was taken, he would first arrive in a room like a giant chessboard. It was covered in That's squared. That's a lie. No, it isn't because he was in the dentist chair in the dentist. I never said what patterns were on the floor or walls. Oh, fair enough. Touche. <laughs> it was checkered, if you will, good sir. In the centre of this room was a glass ball that can transport someone through time and space through across time galaxies. And space. Russ states that he could be teleported anywhere in the known and unknown universe. He could be teleported anywhere. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> anywhere in the known and unknown universe. <laughs> Russ would be transported to fight in battle after battle. In Star Wars... 
With all of this, you may be wondering, why Russ? I mean, at one point he was probably had the most potential of any human on the planet or a group of humans yeah. on the planet. I'll, I'll stand by that, that too. potential yeah. must have been high. Indeed. Same as Robbie Williams. Robbie Williams was able to channel that potential when he came back and made it into a pop star. And Russ. Maybe Russ is still fighting the good fight. Russ is still active. He was a better super soldier. He hasn't got time he for anything kept. else. He was kept. This man is a veteran. Williams was discarded. So why Russ? Russ was once challenged with exactly that question. Why Russ? By Patrick Christie's on GB News with Patrick, wondering why the aliens weren't tanking Prime Arnold Schwarzenegger instead. Arnie would fuck them up. Russ explained that some of the deadliest members of the SAS are five foot tall. To paraphrase, Russ was saying that adept military warriors come in all shapes and sizes, but big muscle-bound action heroes may crack under the pressures of war. For years before remembering all this, Russ had been so, so tired in his day job and he just didn't know why. One day, Russ went to meet someone at a local pub but the person didn't show. Russ left on his hog and at a level crossing on the way home, it was almost as if Russ was zapped with a ray of light and his memories came flooding back to him. Now Russ knows that he has been fighting wars in the UK and Europe, in South America, but also territorial battles in space and on other planets. Every time Russ was abducted, it was to fight the good fight. Russ has been shot and has been in explosions during these space wars, but he's a tough bastard. Sadly, through Russ's adventures, Russ has developed chronic fatigue syndrome and post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD. Russ struggles with his memory and has been rushed to hospital on occasion with ill health and memory difficulties. Russ is also dyslexic, though I'm not sure that one is connected to the aliens. Russ believes that the illnesses are the result of the space and time travel Russ has engaged in and sadly due to this all the super soldiers are now left without their abilities except Bobby Williams who has the ability <laughs> of song I was going to say is it quite possible that he suffered with like Emmy or something like that when you said that he was getting tired at work but mm-hmm had no idea why I was thinking that sounds like uh, Emmy or something like that and here we are chronic fatigue syndrome after living a life in the alien military or just getting chronic fatigue syndrome well that doesn't explain how he was trained in the alien army does it if you'd open your mind has he demonstrated this warlike ability to anybody well, he can't because now he's all effed up and has lost the so abilities. Before he like all the soldiers. I mean, that's proof if you think about chronic it. Chronic fatigue syndrome. He's displaying he exactly someone, what he's explained. Give me a gun, and I will show you how to dismantle and put it back together. Did he, he uses go alien weaponry. He doesn't use terrestrial technology. Did he go through any of the like 
if you gave this man an alien training, he would show you and show them what he could do. Did he disarm any army personnel? Why would he need to do that? He fights on a higher plane. Then that shouldn't be a problem for him. Or is he too good for that? He's too good for that, obviously. His his discipline is to be better than that. I'm glad you're coming on board at last. So, uh, the person that didn't show up at the pub, was it a friend? Was it a colleague? I think it was a friend, yeah. Not a huge amount of detail on that section. Okay. All this sounded bonkers albeit standard for a Daily Star article, so I googled Russ to fill out the episode and it turns out Russ has been around in the news and on podcasts for several years. Russ is also the author of a book available on Amazon called E.T. Rider. (laughs) The synopsis explains that the book is about a man who has had countless extraterrestrial encounters. A man who was taken by an alien race and put into a military unit where that man was trained to become a super soldier. That man is, of course, Russ, a.k.a. E.T. Ryder. This isn't a book. This is a biography. (laughs) (laughs) The book lists Russ as one of the UK's leading extraterrestrial investigators, but this is the first time I believe he's popped up in our own probes. I love the fact that the book... It was written by him. (laughs) Not anyone else. Impartial view. Just the book. Yeah, I've shown you a little photo of the front and back cover of said book, Mr. Moonwalker. I'll try and post these on our social channels, i.e. Instagram at But It Was Aliens Podcast and the others. I love the fact that the book reads, Russ Kellett. Russ Kellett, UFO researcher. Biker and abductee. I'll I like, point out that he's a biker. I like the front. Russell Kellett is E.T. Ryder. Do you think the trailer man who does all those trailers speaks like that in his daily life? No. Hello, I reckon wife. his voice is so different that you never know who it is. I am thankful for dinner. I also love the fact that the lightning seems to hit a point and then just goes round in a border. Like from the alien craft oh, yeah. to him, like it can't touch him. Well, he is E.T. E. Rider. Definitely not ripping off Ghost Rider there. <laughs> Ross describes his childhood in the books as quite happy, surrounded by his family, though he does also outline being bullied all his life. I'm going to read a quote word for word from chapter two, Early Memories just so you can get a feel for this. Like all stories, mine starts at the beginning at the start, and that is when I was born in my birthplace, Bradford, West Yorkshire. (laughs) So I'm just going to explain. It's not only the voice, (laughs) but it dawned on me that you said you were going to read this word for word. Yeah. And My I did. story starts at the beginning, at the start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, sadly, those types of sentences are throughout sections of the book, shall we say. 
I'm not gonna waste time today coming up with alternative theories. It's just a case of whether Russ is legitimately E.T. Ryder or whether he's got a genuine interest in UFOs and is trying to keep them relevant whilst making a little moolah. Oh. Born in my birthplace. I'm going to start at the beginning of the start of the race, which was at the beginning at the front <laughs> at the start where it began E.T. Ryder yeah so E.T. Ryder I know obviously extraterrestrial but do you think Easy Ryder was also a bit of an influence here possibly yeah and he's a biker that was a huge biker film back at the day and he was like maybe he just loves um, like aliens and alien stories and just wanted to write his own. Well, we did say that he loves the paranormal. And just decided to put himself in it and try and make out like it was real. As as we said, and as I just said, he, we said earlier on that he likes the paranormal and motorbikes. <laughs> <laughs> make of that what you will. Indeed. <laughs> Before we finish, I'm just going to let Russ speak to you, dear listeners, and Mr. Moonwalker. In his own words. Ooh. Russ Kellett. E.T. Ryder. My role as a super soldier, basically, is to do what I'm told. And that is to find the enemy and destroy it. As my name's Russ Kellett, I've been abducted by aliens at least 60 times. His artwork's got better. I saw an alien when I was about four years old out of the bedroom window into the back of the garden and I saw what looked like um, a space map. On average, I would say that I've been abducted maybe five times in a year. The alien race that abducted me... Five times a year on average. About 15 foot tall, the human-like, with bald heads. But when I say human-like, the faces are a little bit like Nesferatu. But, uh, the, the mummy teeth are not as fangy, but uh, nevertheless, they're like you. There is a war going on around. The There's a war going on. on this Listen to how serious he sounds. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit like what goes on on this planet with humans. My role as a super soldier, basically, is to do what I'm told, and that is to find the enemy when we're abducted sometimes it could be for half an hour an hour or sometimes it could be hours maybe two three or four hours now because we're using what you would call uh, teleportation and time travel what that means is that we could actually have been taken and away from our surroundings for years and then brought back so, you know, people might not be able to get their head around this. And I'm sure it's I can. Not so, going to disagree with them because it's hard for me as an abductee to understand it myself. So, if you've been taken away for years, what happens? Four years versus four hours. So, yeah. Example you're gone for four years. Mm -hmm. So, do I just believe that uh, I haven't seen Kev for four years? Right. 
Do, do I not see you for four years? Do no, I you wouldn't see, you? see me for four hours. I'd be gone for four years because time moves differently where he's going, remember? So uh, he should up. <sighs> remember, he's but, getting alien weed on. That's keeping him fresh, keeping him super. He's aging slowly. I don't understand how this is going to sound so fucking bad. I don't understand if you're a soldier, like you are the best of the best, no matter what planet you're on. Yeah. Would you not be in incredible shape? (laughs) I was wondering if you were going to mention his keg. That's, like I said, it's going to sound bad. I mean, but, he is older and it doesn't matter. People come in all shapes and sizes, remember? He could kick your ass. I I can't, I suppose it's because I'm looking at soldiers into, like, I know soldiers. Mm-hmm. So I know how incredibly fit and in shape they are and fuck off my doing any of the training that they have to do and i'm someone that loves being in the gym but i'm not doing difference between being in the gym working out running what they do doing basically marathons with huge weight packs on you and yeah f off am i doing any of that like yeah same so i just can't see it (laughs) right well in summary, we've met Russ Kellett, a E.T. rider, E.T. rider, a gentleman who has had alien experiences since a very young age. But these experiences really took off when Russ turned 16. Russ was abducted and was basically glory hold. Russ drank from a pipe rammed down his throat and then from pipes sticking out of the wall, along with completing alien military training programs in a military squad. The squad had members including UK singer Robbie Williams. This prepared Russ to go to war for the aliens. These aliens were like 15 foot tall bald Draculas except they didn't look anything like Dracula and Russ was mainly fighting against the Dragos, basically reptilians. Russ would ultimately be abducted more than 60 times coming across several alien species which we took a look at by examining some of Russ's artwork. Russ has released a book detailing his experiences. Russ has been challenged on why him, to which Russ explained that shape and size doesn't matter when you're a deadly space marine. Today, Russ is experiencing health complications from all his space-time travel. Whilst we haven't come across Russ before, we may see him again one day, as I've seen that he has thoroughly investigated a case known as the Welsh Roswell, which is on our list to one day probe. That's all we have today, though. So is there anything you want to double over, Mr. Moonwalker, before we conclude? Well, he answered my question about size doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So I guess it kind of doesn't if you're in a space suit and you've got superpowers. Yeah, that can turn into basically an exoskeleton. Yeah. He can operate space weaponry. This man is an extraterrestrial killing machine. You are a super soldier, so I suppose what I said holds no bearing to this. I can't get over the book. E.T. Uh. Rider. 
Do you want to go back to the start at the beginning? I'm, I mean, I think we should. <laughs> Do you want to just conclude? How, when did he start suffering from chronic fatigue? I have no idea on that one, I'm afraid. I didn't read the end of the book. I mean... Sorry. It's, it's quite possible that he had a dream as a youngster and then created everything forwards from that dream. It is. Rather than having a series of dreams that kept going. Mm -hmm. So maybe he had that one dream. I mean, do you remember anything from being four years old? Being squeezed by one of my sisters and possibly being at one of my aunt's weddings. Okay. So it's possible to remember <laughs> something at four years old. If Greybeard can do it, anyone can. Right, so it's possible <laughs> he did remember seeing a spaceman. It's I can also awesome. remember my first day at um, reception. I would have been four because I didn't move into you don't move do you until you're five. And I can remember some days at nursery when I probably would have been about three. I remember some days at nursery, but I don't know how old I was. I just don't pay. Well, you would have been pre four. There you go, sir. Hmm. If I can do it, anyone can. Exactly. <laughs> the thing is, when you're that age, you can see someone in a suit. He could have seen a milkman and just thought it was a... Yeah. Um, he could have. An I extraterrestrial. feel like there's another theory you're not hitting. He could have seen a biker in a helmet. An Ichi rider. Exactly. Could have seen himself in the future but no he saw a biker that had maybe and then legged it before getting caught and gave him a little wave or this man could just be into niche interests and he's creating a bit of a counter counterculture with the alien stories and whatnot just a bit of fiction some story writing yeah trying to make money maybe which fair play so, are you saying... Maybe he's trying to leave his name in history. As E.T. Ryder. Exactly. So down the years, people will be like, this guy was real. I mean, who knows, in 150 years' time, there may be a film. E.T. Ryder. Mm-hmm. And are you saying... Doubtful, but possible. ...that it was E.T. Ryder. Slash aliens. I'm saying that E.T. Ryder is Russ Kellett is real within the confines of his book. Outside of that, this is not real. This isn't aliens. Yeah, I won't beat around the bush. It is, without argument, absolutely real. I, I was honestly fearful of covering this one because I just thought you were going to say bullshit every section and not even entertain discussion. But that being said, it's been a fairly amusing one and the military sucking on glory holes is a new one for us. Well, for me. I've seen your Google history, Granville. I do know those in the military. We share a Google account. <laughs> Anything you want to add before we close? And I suppose I should probably just clarify there that I'm not saying that it was aliens. <laughs> Is 
E.T. Ryder alive today? And is he still investigating? He certainly was alive early, uh, no, late last year when I researched this. Okay. So he was alive in 2022. I haven't seen anything to suggest otherwise, but I've not checked in the last couple of months. I mean, wasn't it said that he was a lead investigator, was it? He's a leading UFO investigator. A leading in UFO investigator. So at his own assertion, we should maybe hear from him at some point in other probes other than the Welsh Rodswell. Perhaps, perhaps. I mean, if he's leading, he must be on a par with us. One would assume. Indeed. Because <laughs> we're at the forefront of science and technology. We're ahead. You're ahead. I'm at the forefront. We're beyond. You're at the forehead. <laughs> Five head. That is a wrap for today. Thank you for listening to Chicken Donna Rap. But it was aliens. <sighs> if you want to hear some more paranormal tales, and you just so happen to have enough money for a large cup of coffee or even a regular cup of coffee, well, if you head on over to a little place called patreon.com forward slash but it was aliens you can sign up for our podcast patreon each month we release a bonus episode otherwise known as a side probe into non-alien events such as ghosts demons cryptids and hypnotic dogs just like we do with the aliens on patreon.com we discover whether these paranormal events are allegedly true. Outside of all of that, if you just want to get in touch, you can do that too. You can find us on the Twitter at but on it the Twitter at but it was aliens, Twitter! where we generally tweet important nonsense. We mentioned our Facebook group Extraterrestrial Towers at the start of this episode. At the beginning All... of the start of this episode. <laughs> at the beginning of the start. All are welcome there. That is it until next episode. So until next time, what would happen if Pinocchio said that his nose is about to grow? The truth is up there. Hash tag. thinking about that now are you <laughs> it's a grace he never mentioned alien grace no he may have mentioned them at some point in his account but they weren't as detailed in what i read <laughs> <laughs>